the, 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 the dream is real. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, yes. It is the culture, man. Kenny Burns. And yeah, I'm reporting live, baby. I'm reporting live from Loveland, a.k.a. Wakanda. I'm in my feelings. I feel so spirited today and happy to be with you beautiful humans. I want you to start these round of applause for this red lip in front of my face. It's not really in front of my face, it's on the screen, but we are together connected forever. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Sugar's in the building. Dr. Sugar. Hey, y'all. Yes, it's the gap. it's the connect, hello. All right, on to the next one. Ladies and gentlemen, we call him Cousin Freaky. He has a new title, it is The Party Man. All right, I'm the culture man. He is the party man, and I gotta bust that gun for West Side's finest, Teule Williams. Teule, how you doing, champion? Good to see you in real life. Oh, man, everything is Okay, we're gonna start this episode off with everything is everything because this Negro here is all the things. That's right, episode 69 is titled All the Things. And during my trip to California this past week, I got a call, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't a call from the front desk like I had expected to be to wake me up and get me ready for my event. It was Teule Williams. And the man called me. I get on the phone, he's like, Kenny! Kenny! It's time for some Uncle Neil, Kenny! He said Kenny, too, he said Kenny. What's the, where was that? We at Rocksteady. And we got to get some Uncle Ness. Now mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I had sleep in my eyes. I had a hell of a week this week, and I was trying to get a little nap before I had to go turn up a tie. Yeah. And Taylor Lay was on my head. Um, so I just want to shout out Taylor, a little round of applause. Oh, Taylor Lay. Yeah. He was definitely about that life this weekend. Hope you had a good time. Did you have a good time? Great time, man. Always. Thank you so much for all that you do, sir. Come on, man. We love you in real life. Um... Ladies and gentlemen, episode 69 is time. It's called All The Things. And I was inspired by this title, which might be an ongoing thing this year because there's so many amazing things that are said in pop culture, uh, in the news, you know, on the on the gram, you know what I mean? That just kind of sparks many of our conversations, but we kind of take one topic, make it a whole show. But this, this, this show, we're gonna have rapid fire moments of things that people said, and to me, they all the things we need to know, digest, and pour back into the community. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I was inspired by Jay-Z's speech at the Grammys. Round of applause for Jay-Z. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but he poured the Ducey in the black, huh? It was a black uh, version of the Grammy Award. It is the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. He got it, and he had a hell of a speech. I'm gonna play it in one second, but the, the gangster shit was that before he poured the douce in the thing he sipped, and he's like, it's, it's blue sippy cup. To, he did it after awards, which I thought was just so gangster, but what was even more gangster, ladies and gentlemen, was what he had to say in his speech. Tiffany, can you play that clip for the nation? How far we've come with uh, Will Smith and them, Chazzy Chef and the Fresh Prince, winning their first Grammy in 89, and boycotting because it wasn't televised, and then they went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the... <laughs> wasn't a great boycott. Um, <laughs> we're here. But then, 98, I took a page out of their book. I was nominated for the best rap album, and DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all, so I boycotted and I watched the Grammys. <laughs> I'm just saying, we just, 
We want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub <laughs> obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. <laughs> some of you don't belong in the category. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we gotta keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second, just in life. As, I, as my daughter sits and stares at me nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you gotta keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys, you gotta keep showing up until, you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman, until they call you a genius, until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me? I feel you. Yes, ho. Yes, ho. Yes, ho. I mean, yeah, listen, I, I, I want to say this, and then I got to get your opinion, you know. And, and I'm going to go through a couple things he said. Um, and let's start with, like, him saying he boycotted and then watched the Grammys, right? He made a joke, you know, speaking uh, to when the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff you know, have boycotted because, you know, it wasn't going to be televised, right? And then when you think about, like, what he did, you know, and, and Jay-Z's, like, one of the most awarded, you know, in Grammy history. And mm -hmm. he's on the Grammy stage. You know, he made the joke, but it was not a joke. It was like, we'll boycott you and watch you, you know, but you need us. And that's what I got out of that. Like, you know what I mean? We're interested to see what you're going to do because this is our playground. This is where we... This is, this is our sport, but we really don't have to be here. And and I got that from that. How did y'all feel about some of the things that Jay said specifically at that point? It was great to see somebody with so much power yeah. oh my stand God. up Facts. and say something. Um, and he did it, as, it with as much cooth as possible, but he also reminded you I'm still who I am. Yes. Like, I might have all this money and I might have all of this power, but I'm still who I am from when I was born. Exactly. Like, I'm still a black man in America. Absolutely. That's what I got from it. So like um, checking people because they are publicly not doing right by artists. Right. And checking them publicly. I mean, I just felt like it was the perfect thing to do. Facts, round of applause for that. And Taylor, like, when I was looking at that, <laughs> bro, like I'm like, he clearly was talking about his wife when he went into the dialogue about the most awarded Person, he's like, I'm not gonna embarrass this young lady, you know. But how has she never won album of the year? Like, and, and for, to go from the boycott thing to to not only representing, you know, his wife, and the fact that you know what I mean, you know, she deserved album of the year several times. He made the equation like this don't even measure up to your own, you know, like the way you calculate this. Your own metrics don't even measure up to how you're carrying this. How did you feel about that, Tay? 
I look at that speech, or I hear that speech, and one, the growth, right? Yes, oh, round of applause, right, facts, hold on. Hold on. I mean, to, to, yes, to, to Sugar's point too, the growth and the maturity and the power in one, like. That's like the ultimate how you check somebody. Facts. Friend or foe, like, I'm going to talk to you like this. Um, so his growth, but two, I think his humanity, right? Yeah. He's talking about, he's obviously talking about the culture, but white people, white culture, right? He's talking about how you guys get it wrong. Yes. And my thing is, we love you. All of our white brothers and sisters, we love you. We just and he said it. it right. And he said yeah, it. We just want you to get it right. <laughs> just get it right. We, he looked around the whole room. We love you. But just come yeah. on, bro. I think that's how you do it. You, you don't have to agree. Right, I don't have to be egregious with yeah. how I'm going to address you. It's simply, hey, look, you guys are still not getting this right. Like Malcolm X said, you got this knife in my back that was nine inches. You've only taken it out six. I still got the knife. We need you guys to take it out another three inches, right? But don't just take it out. Don't just start giving me awards. My wife has never won. So right. just take the knife out of my back. Hey, I need yo. you guys to patch this up. Like have to heal. Hey, yo. Hey, the- heal this wound that you guys are doing. So, hey, yo, pause, yeah, pause. I just have to yeah. pause. <laughs> Take it out three inches, but so we, yeah, that's wild. I'm sorry, I'm not even. I, I guess it's because he's from Brooklyn. I don't play the New York game. Sugar, you were about to say though, because I saw I saw you jump. You were double dutching like you wanted in. Talk to them. They will never be able to fix it if they don't want to um, understand. Because if you have lack of knowledge, you'll just keep operating in ignorance. Facts. So when people keep voting for the same person four times for album of the year, right? And um, that means they don't care. That means yeah. that they're doing what they want to do. No, for sure. And you know, whenever he said it doesn't even match up to your metrics, they change whatever the rules are to fit what they want in the moment. Yes. So it matches that metrics because the metrics are ever changing. It's like a moving target. And big shout out to Harvey Mason Jr. Like, I mean, I think he's doing a phenomenal job. And he's definitely showing up like a black man representing yep. music in general, you know what I mean? Because even his speech was phenomenal. I mean, he got to yep. speaking about the war in Israel, and I mean, he said it probably one of the most graceful in, in one of the most graceful ways he could say it. And I, I just want to applaud him. Round of applause for Harvey. Um, but I want to go back to Jay and what he said, y'all. He said some of you gonna be upset tonight, you know, that you didn't win, and some of y'all don't deserve to be nominated. And I felt like right then and there in the middle of the speech, and I know like some people at the awards were saying like it felt awkward, you know, but it's so necessary for a figure like Jay-Z to tell people that ain't worthy, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and me, I'm gonna be petty for two seconds. This is not really my lane, but I Spice shouldn't even have been at the awards. I mean, I'm so confused. No, it's it's just not even. You know what I mean? And it's 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 the the, the sad thing about it is, and I want to give a shout out to Twenty One Savage, and, and I don't really listen to his music, but I was forced to the other night. Um, this new album is crazy. Um, no, it's a fucking phenomenal album, but that's the growth into what you can be versus what you were. That's the growth if you want more out of the game you're playing. 21 Savage is giving me that. And it, there is room for growth. We talk about it all the time here on the Kenny Burns Show. There is room for growth, but you gotta grow. Now I'm not saying Ice Spice can't grow. Maybe her song, I don't know, she had a song with somebody huge. Um, 
pause. I know <laughs> I, we playing a pause game today because we talked about we're in the middle of the Jay Z conversation. But the wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. but the point I'm trying to make is that there is room for growth, and we're giving everybody the grace to grow. But Jay was right. Some of you motherfuckers shouldn't even be nominated. And that's the game we need to be playing in again. My whole point in bringing that up is because we need to be playing. Some of y'all not good enough yet. Some of y'all shouldn't arrive yet. There needs to be a catalyst to success. There needs to be some type of formula and steps to take to success. You microwavable motherfuckers is fucking up not only the algorithm, but you fucking up the game. Cause now we gotta go decipher on how many people will stream. We know the majority of the music to stream is some bullshit. It's bullshit. So that was such a powerful statement. And I need the powers that be to get in line. How do y'all feel about that? Because I believe he's setting the table. I believe in the in the in the conspiracy theorist of things, in the Illuminati of things. He gave a cryptic message to all fucking people who give a fuck about culture, who care about where we're going and how we're gonna end up there. I mean, look how he empowered his daughter. She got her own Grammys. Do you know what type of strength she felt in her nervousness from that one statement? And then my daddy's up here talking to these white people and all people like, you're going to adhere to what I'm doing. What this is, you see my fucking excellence, not just black. My wife is the biggest. I am the biggest. My daughter has, hello? I got goosebumps right now. <laughs> I got, is that not emulating the world we want to see, Shul? I, I absolutely think it is. And I think that it was uh, very interesting that, that Blue hesitated before she walked up there with her dad. And then she was just like, I don't know what to do. And right. she was just like, come on. Yeah. And he, he was empowering her the entire time. Then when he started talking, he was empowering her. Yes. Showing, I'm going to show up for you. Hold her, grab her hand when she, yeah. yeah. Yep. Come close. Looked at her and said, come on. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, it was like the world needed to see a black dad doing that for his child come on, on a big stage like that. Come on, round. And then, and, and, and then, I mean, if you, if you look at it from another perspective, if you look at him as a father figure to other rappers, yes. he was doing it for them. Dad. If you're looking at it from, yeah, he was dad and everybody like, in the music industry as a black man, as a black man with free form locks. Yes. It was, he was just very present. And I, you know, I, I was just like, all right. All right. That's right. Yeah. Y'all heard him. Yes. He said his mashed potatoes weren't warm. Can you fix it? Can you? It was that. Yeah. No, and I, I got every bit of that feeling. And it was so like to the point of like a trigger for me. Another reason mm -hmm. why I think people listen to me on the low and then don't really. Because then he came with next, you know, keep showing up. And I just like, I know this man. He keeps no matter what. He keeps showing up. And like, that's how I, I talk about this shit all the time on TKBS. You gotta show up how you wanna be received. You gotta show up with an idea and be prepared to sell your whatever at, at, the, at the drop of a dime. You gotta keep showing up for relationships so people know, you know, how to not only just treat you in said relationship, but how to even deal with you. In a, like, you gotta keep showing up over and over and over again. I just, I was so floored by that, Tay. Like, I'm, I'm like, this man, you know, he went from, you know what I'm saying, honoring the legends, 
with the DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, you know, boycott thing. He went from supporting his fucking wife, which is all the way truth and can apply to many artists who've won and didn't get the ultimate award they deserved. Then he went to, you know what I mean? Some, are y'all not worthy? What you're not? And then the man says, keep showing up. Don't get it fucked up. You can't even hear me and be offended. You can't, for the ones that should have been off the, you shouldn't be on the list. I want them to feel that in their spirit. They need to feel that. But then he said, keep showing up. Don't stop. There has to be order though. Across the board, Tay. Super important message, right? Especially in this political climate, individuals are just feeling like unseen. And he's trying to tell like, yo, keep coming. Yeah. She's still not doing right. She still hasn't gotten album of the year, but watch how I'm going to keep showing up until they say I am the chairman. I right. I'm the genius, right? That's just keep showing up. And he's been doing that since, you know, for me, um, I, his real state of maturity was with the 444 album. Man, come on, round of applause. That's not something that... Black men are, are not very vulnerable, right? Yeah. He was he's always been kinda like the dude with the cheese mold, I got the swag, I don't need this, I'm Jay. Yeah. To be fully broken down into like you could tell some of those verses, that man had some tears. Yeah. That no ID probably had to say, go get some tissue, but that, that was you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's showing up and then also showing America, like Sugar was saying earlier, I am this same individual who came from Marcy Projects, right? A drug dealer who did some things I'm not proud of, but watch me hold my daughter's hand. Exactly. Watch me show you what it feels like to grow into my humanity. And I think he said that a couple of years ago, how he's growing. Like I'm yeah. growing into something, right? Yes. You can tell he's not bothered yeah. by anything. And it's a beautiful a thing to watch because black men don't get that grace. Black men don't get that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I just love that he's continuing to do that. And I want to move on to another goat though, because we are in this position in the world where we think things are the barometer. We think having things are defining of who we are. But I want y'all to listen to these comments LeBron made as he touched on all the things I think we need to be talking about in our community. You know, come to the gym. We're one of the first ones to the gym. We're one of the last ones to leave. You know, and uh, just pour it all into the game. If you want to be great, if you want to be, you know, someone that's, you know, will never be forgotten as a league. So, you know, it's a lot. The, um, the cars and the, and the jewelry and, and all the other dumb shit that don't matter means absolutely nothing. And uh, I see a lot of these young kids, they get so unfocused about stuff that, that is um, so material that they can pick and lose their focus. Just worry about the game. I mean, you worry about the game, everything to take care of yourself. You worry about the game, worry about your family, and then worry about the game some more. And be selfish, too. It's okay to be selfish because you have to be a little bit selfish to be able to... Uh, to be great. Some people have to fall to the wayside at times. Man, one time for LeBron James. I love him. And, and, and one of the things I love, man, you know, it's, it's work ethic, right? That man has been in the motherfucking league for 20 years. He's approaching 40,000 points. It, first of all, if you're the leading scorer in the NBA, we're talking about the NBA. This, let's, let's have this Jordan-LeBron conversation for one second. If he is number one in all categories, he is the number one player of all time. Let's just go metrics. I'm not saying, we're not saying what Jordan did for culture because I believe that that was lightning in a bottle. It would never happen again because the first black man to do it, right? So let's, let's take away the cultural relevance of Jordan 
in the sneaker world he created and movement created. Bruh, all the man need is one more chip. I don't even think he needs no more chips. Okay? And and we uh, let's not get it. That's a whole show. But the point I'm trying to make is the man said he is the first one in the gym, the last one to leave still. I mean, if you're in a sport, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on a job, if you have some type of, you know, passion about what you do, don't you want to be the best? And I feel like people overlooked that. How that man, 40 years old, still the first one in the last, first one in the gym, last one to leave. If that's not leading by example, but you got anything bad to say about that motherfucker? How do people go? Sugar, talk to me, because it just don't make sense how like, I don't know. I mean, I know many people think he's the GOAT. Many people think he's amazing, but he leads by example. And that's the thing we loved about what Jay said. So here's the thing. People want to have a reason to hate somebody that's doing well. Mm. So they can pick anything and be mad about it. Yeah. They can literally like somebody, I'm doing well. Somebody can be like, I don't, why she be wearing a jean jacket? Yeah. Why you mad? Why? Because you can't do it. <laughs> Hello? You mad because you, you, you can't do it. Like, that's the thing. A lot of the people that hate on these amazing people that have done very well for themselves in the professional um, setting of entertainment. Yes. In sport, they could not dribble going down a court and keep their eyes open. Yeah, let alone deal you with all that. You couldn't, you couldn't sing a song and walk to your kitchen. Yeah. So why are you talking about Beyonce? Facts. Why? Yeah. Like you, there's no, you don't have to think that she, you don't have to be a stan. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to be a big old LeBron fan to admit when somebody is good. Facts. I don't eat chocolate, right? This yeah. is a very good example. I don't eat chocolate for real. Not a chocolate girl. Melty chocolate is not good to me. I don't want it. I don't want no chocolate ice cream. Yeah. But if you go to Jenny's ice cream, right? right? Jenny's right. ice cream is just great. Yes, they have an Uncle Nearest blend. They sure do, yeah. two of them. Yeah. So I say, I, I, I try every flavor regardless. Yeah. yeah. I can identify that this chocolate ice cream is good and not like it. Hello? I, like I don't that. have to be like, this is awful. Yeah. It is well made. It is creamy. It is da 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 da. I don't want no. it because it's right. chocolate. That's right. But that ain't got like nothing that. to do with the quality of it. I love so that. Whenever analogy. people have issues with people that are amazing, right. I'm like, baby, you, you, are you, I, who hurt you? Yeah. And it's about walking the walk. I just did a Soul Food Sunday about jealousy. It's like jealousy is rooted in admiration. And I don't know if people really get, if that went over people's head this Sunday, but like, if you admire somebody, that means there's something about that motherfucker you want. And it's nothing wrong with applying it to your game. Nothing. And, and, and people don't realize I am the best versions of everyone who's ever inspired me. I am the best version of all those people who poured into me that I admired from afar. I, I, I will say that all day long. But guess what? The recipe becomes Kenny Burns. And that's what people don't realize. You, you're so worried about emulating somebody to the point that you're actually going to be them when you can never be them. You can never be this person. So if you thought about taking something someone does and applying it to your life, you're going to do it your way. You're going to be you doing it. So therefore, it is a complete difference off top. As long as you're not a hater, 
As long as you pay homage like to a person and give them credit for the inspiration you are, you have the green light. That's the thing. People don't know who they are. So whenever they try to pick up something from somebody else, they try to replicate it instead of tailoring it to make it yes. work for them. Yes. They try to do what you do. Like you can't you can't get nowhere saying the dream is real in KB's voice because you're not him. Facts. Just do your thing. Facts. Do it your way. Make it work for you. People don't do that because they don't know who they are. They're not trying to take what somebody else um, has and make it like, you know, add it to their repertoire, right? Yes. They are trying to replicate. They are copycats. They are trying to just do Facts. whatever they want to do because they want to see the success that the other person sees or they want the notoriety that the other person has. They don't understand what all they have to go through to get there. Yeah. And it don't mean because you adapt somebody's principles or adapt somebody's lifestyle or adapt somebody's, you know, interests. That doesn't mean it's going to apply to you. It doesn't equate like that. But I want to talk about the materialism that LeBron mm -hmm. spoke about. Because I don't see people getting into these industries for the passion anymore. I don't see people getting into the music business to be artists and have longevity and mean something. to people. I don't see it. I see the money grab. Even these athletes, when you look at the OTEs of the world and all these NIL deals and the opportunities for these kids, I get it. I want them to get paid, but there's no management. There's no people telling these babies how to deal with this money or this type of early fame or this early access. It's bad. It's bad. And it's enough money to put people in place to hold them. Because see, one thing I know about parenting from being a parent is if I say motherfucking no today at 20 years old, Kyle be 20 in April, Kenny 23, no means motherfucking no. And even if you grown and I say no, you gonna think about that shit. So I know that the work that I've done you understand me? It's playing somewhere in their psyche. There's one thing I used to say at all my, both of my kids and my nephew, I say all my children, because all the people, kids that I've adopted, energy. You can ask Kyle Sturdivant at Georgia Tech. You could ask Anthony Edwards and the Timberwolves. You could ask my, you could ask anybody. If they in a rut, I know they hear energy somewhere. It might not be my actual voice, but it's something that they've been, you know what I'm saying, hearing for so long, and that's what we missing, y'all. We not giving these people the game. We not giving them the tools to deal with the things that are going to be happening in their life at a younger age. You see, we had, we had certain parameters that didn't allow yeah. us to be in certain things. I don't give a fuck how much experimental shit we was doing. It was gatekeepers, real gatekeepers, not hate keepers, in the way for a reason. And that's the thing back to what fucking Jay was saying. Some of you just don't have it. Even when you're dealing with somebody in sports, ladies and gentlemen, that has an amazing skill set, but as dumb as fucking rocks, it's not gonna work out good for them without the right people mm -hmm. in place. I've seen so many kids in my time with my sons, best players in high school, trash in college. Not because they couldn't hoop, they couldn't deal with the psychology of the game on that level. How do y'all feel about that? Because I think the materialism has become a way of life for these kids. I mean, we've been giving them the game. Like, black people, we're gonna give you the game. That's not the problem. The problem is the infrastructure that goes with the game. Facts. That is why Jay and LeBron are considered goats. Yes. Individuals who can rap lyrically better than Jay-Z, but you can't do what this man has done 
as far as infrastructure with my boys, then here's what I'm gonna do. Every time they try to put me out of something, I'm gonna build it myself. Yes. I'm gonna keep bringing people up. So he's giving people infrastructure. And I think that's why LeBron is a rock boy. He did the same thing. Yeah. I take my friends. I ain't gonna just give it to you. Go yeah. to school. But if you do this, we're gonna build an empire. That's, that's community. What the kids are missing. That's yeah, community. So now it's just like they don't have anybody outside. You know what? If if you are a young black athlete, there is absolutely no reason why you shouldn't go sign the Rock Nation when you know Jay Z's gonna have your best interest at heart. Or clutch. I don't care if you gotta give him a little bit more bread or clutch. Yeah. You might have to give him a little bit more bread because they may not be on that same level to where they can give you the smaller percentage. But if I'd rather sign with somebody who I know is gonna have my best interest at heart in the long run, just you know, other than just some some famous what's the dude's name, Rittenhouser or whatever, the guy that everybody yeah, 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 goes yeah, yeah, to yeah. and put like yeah. This man ain't gonna have your best interest at heart. I'm gonna go sign with Rock Nation or Clutch because I know at least these two individuals understand infrastructure and they're going to help me get to the next level. And then Rich Paul said that I think in an interview where he says, look, sometimes I tell that dude, you don't wanna go to that team. Yeah. Even though it's a higher draft pick, you might wanna go over here because this is gonna help you not make these dumb decisions to where you out here almost having a baby with Drea. Yeah, hey, hold on, bust a gun. Drea is a savage. Oh, I like the way you ended that. But I want to get on to the next thing. But I do want to say this last thing about what LeBron said. I want everybody to hear this. This applies throughout your life. It's okay to be selfish sometimes. You are sitting up here being selfish in the wrong ways, though. Being selfish about dedicating your time to something you love, making sure you are complete and whole, that's when you want to be selfish. You don't want to be selfish in the standpoint you know somebody else is do something, but you got the upper hand, so you taking. You don't want to be selfish because you know the fact that this person don't know this, that you can move ahead of them because of the lack of knowledge. That's that's not the selfish we talking about. We talking about I want to fucking be the best basketball player I could be. I have to take time to do that. And you best believe wives understand, husbands understand when you're intent. When you're showing up with intent about what you want to do, I guarantee you they're going to forgive that type of selfishness. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are selfish in that right and you start to grow and mature in the things that you want, yes, there are going to be things that share. Sometimes it might be your existing relationship. Hello? I don't want you to let that go over here. But at the same time, you have to do that for yourself. And any great partner will align with that. Because they will find something that aligns with them along the way in that journey. We just get the game fucked up, y'all. We get the game fucked up because we mismanage being selfish. We take advantage, you know, being selfish. We got to de decipher, y'all, to Sugar's point about chocolate. She don't like chocolate, but she not gonna hate on a motherfucker that makes the best chocolate in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's just a thing, right? So, I don't know if that was a correct analogy, but it felt good. Hold that, that in your spirit. Good. Thank you, baby, I love you. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved for only a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show was brought to you by McDonald's 
best burgers ever. McDonald's classic burgers are hotter, juicier, and tastier than ever before. So much so that the hamburger is on the loose. The patties are cooked to juicy perfection. The cheese is perfectly melted. The Big Mac has more special sauce than every bite. They're topped with a pillowy soft golden bun. These are truly McDonald's best classic burgers ever. Or in the words of the hamburger, robble robble. Grab McDonald's best burgers ever before hamburger does at a McDonald's near you. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It is robust, more than a smile or a laugh. It's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy and make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign, powered by Frito-Lay. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Mickey D's. The realest conversations always happen in the Mickey D's booth. Oh, baby, I want extra pickles. Yeah, that's right, extra pickles. And then give me a chocolate milkshake and add some vanilla and strawberry. All the best nights out in with the bite from Mickey D's. Jessica, I can't feel my face. Please, let's go by McDonald's. <laughs> a full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Uh, excuse me, I said I wanted the quarter pound of cheese. You said filet of fish. I'm telling you right now what I want. A full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. What you want, Kenny? I want uh, a Big Mac meal, 10-piece nuggets, and two milkshakes. Uh, he wants a big And a filet of fish. Boy, what you want? Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories today. But I want to get on to this next one because, ladies and gentlemen, here at the Kenny Burns Show, we do not stand with Candace Owens on 99% of the things she says. Um, I think there's truth in a lot of the things she spews, but I think she goes so left that she covers up anything that we could digest and use and be productive with as a people. That's just my personal opinion. But I was made aware by the beautiful Tiffany Hamilton Burns that she made a few comments that I would like to share with you, Nation. Tiffany? Whose culture is that? Please spare me this. It's black culture. But I was interested, you know, because obviously yesterday we showed you that Ice Cube was talking to Bill Maher and he was saying that this was very intentional, that there were people that were intentionally feeding this sort of music to the black community because it also feeds the prison system. And so I looked into who platformed this young woman, actually, in 2023. And the reason why she's starting to gain so much popularity a media company called Gamma began distributing her music. And Gamma has a lot of power. I'll tell you why Gamma has a lot of power. 
because the two individuals that started Gamma, one of them came out of Apple. His name is Larry Jackson. And the second one of them came from Interscope Records. He has a ton of clout in the record community, the music community industry, so to speak. And his name is Ike Youssef. Larry Jackson, who I mentioned before, is black. And he is the person that I am more interested in. Here is a headline regarding Larry Jackson. He's celebrated, obviously. He's a black entrepreneur. And the Billboard headline reads, With Gamma, Larry Jackson is putting $1 billion to work for black culture. He's the face, by the way. More about him. He's the one who recently married Stephanie Shepard, Kim Kardashian's former assistant. So he's very much in the mix. He's very good friends with Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. And the black community loves him, by the way. So many photos of him with artists, black artists. This guy who is making an executive decision to distribute this music to the black community is a hero. And so I got even more interested in him. I just wanted to hear him talk. Man, I mean, maybe this is the kind of music that he grew up with and he loves it. Not the vibe I got. Here is him speaking to Ariana Huffington in an interview. Take a listen. Have you ever had any mentors uh, who helped you along this life's journey? The things that we're discussing here? Yeah, my mom and dad, first and foremost, they were the first for sure. And still, my mom and dad immediately come to mind. You because know, they helped you put things in perspective. In the African-American household, to have two parents who have been married for 45 years is a very unusual yes. thing. And something that I really, you know, find to be unique and special and the spine and the backbone of my life. So their wisdom and also like the freedom and the latitude that they gave me at such an early age. I don't even know why they even did really at all, but they did just to be me was the initial mentorship that I needed to really kind of get to the first few points that were pretty vital and important. So what did we learn in that clip? Well, we learned that Larry Jackson came from a two parent home, a, a stable household. Parents married for 45 years. I did some more digging. He went to Catholic school. He ran cross country. He worked hard from the time that he was young. He was winning awards because he had a, an interest as he was working. Um, in radio, got his foot through the door, did everything right in life so that when he got to the top, he could feed the community filth, absolute filth. Uh, whose culture is this? Um, totally <laughs> agree. She ever makes it. Yeah, for, I, I totally agree with the question. Let's start there. We're going to break this down. Um, whose culture is this? Um, I don't want to take anything from Larry Jackson as an executive. Um, I actually we promoted the launch of gamma because he had the monkey with the symbols and it was doing like this and i and it had like the program yeah it had like the terminator order ready we're gonna get you ready all these things right and i at the time loved the promotion because i felt like it was a kind of you know this to the current way of music life right mm -hmm. um and they've done some good things with gamma Usher's new whole program is on Gamma, like all the new music, all the things he's doing, um, which I love. Um, so I'm not going to say that Larry Jackson or Gamma is all the way flawed. But the point that Candace made um, is very true when it comes to thinking about a billion dollars going to work for black culture. That one thing can send a disruptive 
wave through all the success you could have as a company, in my opinion. And I say that because here at the Kenny Barnes Show, we do not fuck with what Sexy Red is doing right now. Um, and even when I just saw that clip, the beginning of that clip actually had her video in it, um, which is totally disturbing to me because it reminds me of how trash um, it is. But how do y'all feel when you hear a billion dollars going to work for black culture and then Sexy Red is at the helm? I'm reminded of what, you know, Dr. Umar stated in one of his videos, who again, I don't agree with um, a lot of things that he has to say, but I mean, truth comes from God and anybody can tell the truth. Come on. Um, but this culture of like, you're promote, you're from a two parent household. You went to private schools. Mm. You've had a pretty much good life, you know, from our standard of living. And you put that out, you yes. promote it and, you, and you've gotten behind it. That's disturbing because you understand to me, what we should be trying to put out into yes. the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You seem like you had a better understanding of Listen. what a two-parent household could do Listen. for children because you are in that position. And you decided to go to, we're not even talking, you went to the bottom of the barrel <laughs> to Bruh. promote prison culture because it's not black culture. That's prison culture. Bro, that culture is insane is culture. That is not yeah. aligned with a successful, productive, or even happy life. That is a life that is depressing. That is something that will make you kill yourself ultimately. And and the thing you're saying, Oteoli, is one million percent correct. You're not gonna listen to that shit. Why would you put it out? You're not gonna let your kids, and even Candace said it, because she was getting way personal and petty in the joint, talking about the type of woman he dates, which is, um, you know, Kim K's former assistant, and you know, you wouldn't let your kids listen to that, and you wouldn't. You would not. You would fucking throw the the, the iPad away and, 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 and iPhone away. I, you know, my problem with this whole thing is, and the reason I wanted to bring it up, and the reason why it is all the things, because these are the things that are fucking us up as a, as a community. You have the most smartest and brightest seemingly at the head of these tables, having a seat at the head of these tables, making these decisions, and you know they're not good for your community. And, and we're gonna get into Killer Mike in a second, but like, you can't say that there aren't things to challenge that thought process. So why are you doing it then? If you know better, why are you doing it? It's literally the same concept of Jay, what Jay-Z said. You shouldn't even be in the category. Right! You don't, you don't deserve to be here. You're not, you're not here to make sure that the narrative gets changed about the people that you come from. So you shouldn't be here. Yes. So you're you're literally just a parent. You're doing what you think is gonna be the best money move, what somebody else is telling you to do, the thing that is necessary to get clicks, likes, um, streams, whatever, to perpetuate the ignorance. Yes. And unfortunately, we are in a cycle uh, that is almost like never ending. You know how sometimes you're on something and you gotta wait for it to slow down to get off? Like ecstasy. It ain't slowing down. Wait, yeah. wait. Yeah. Never you know even more I wanted to stop now. I can't stop. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. He's not, he's not gonna allow his children to listen to this. His mom and dad were married for 45 years. What would your mama and daddy say? God bless everybody involved. I don't know everybody's situation, but uh, Taylor, I, 
I'm judging shit based on what you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just confused. Not only are your kids not going to listen to that, you don't need the money to where you just gotta hang on. Right. To put out some trash. You, you seem like you're you're pretty well off from my understanding. You've been an executive for a minute. Yeah, so he's well like off. You gonna you gonna suffer if you say, No, I'm not putting that out. Like we're, we're, that's not what we're doing. And right. that's what I thought your promo video was about. That's you what I thought. Change the algorithm. I you thought you were gonna disrupt the system and make it so that we get back to what was real. That's not real. Ladies and gentlemen, it's becoming a reality because of the doubling down on it. That shit is not real. That's not every, that's not even a, a, a big fraction of who we are, but it's the most seen. So what happens when it's the most seen, most consumed? You become the shit. These dumb, ignorant motherfuckers, I fucked the money. At what point do you say fuck the money? Because you got, listen, let's think about this. If you have the opportunity, right, to change culture, a billion dollars changes culture in the right hands. If you have an opportunity to change culture, would you like it in your image? Because Larry Jackson, Sexy Red is not in your image. I, I'm just saying. And there's no diss to him. Again, they're doing some great things with Gamma. I think they got a great thing, but she is going to fuck it all up. Larry, if that if that is what's successful, and you have investors, you didn't put your billion dollars down. They're going to be coming to see you for that. what happened to that one quarter when we had Sexy Red. Because that Sexy Red thing had this. And we met, you know what I'm saying? We we 20X, then we need that. But we be we become beholden. We're slave to the rhythm still with money in play. But guess what happens? You ruin lives along the way. And I'm not gonna stay on Larry because I don't think it's Larry's fault by himself. I think it is what this system has become. I think it's what the music business has become. And I think it's what they are doing on purpose because ladies and gentlemen, it's happened for decades. They trick us into believing something is the way we double down on the shit and people die and people get hooked on drugs and people's lifelines get disrupted with no repair in sight. So when we look at all of this, we have to keep in mind what's at stake. The more money, the more problems, but we don't have to have the problems you Negroes are creating. <coughs> I'd rather manage my family in the asks or my friends in the asks. I'd rather fight off these youngins with a stick, you know what I'm saying, trying to disrupt my life, right? I would rather those things than to create a narrative about my people that they're not intelligent enough to recreate for themselves or not powerful enough to remove themselves from and do something else. You do know the majority of people in this world are followers, the majority. And, and to have that power to lead, but to lead them down a path of self-destruction, we do it, we do it to ourselves. We don't just do it to ourselves, we continuously do it to ourselves. But I wanna move on. And uh, speaking of someone doing it to themselves, and I want you to take these conversations back into your communities, please, and, and have them. And I know it's not over, but that's why it's called All The Things, because we gotta get some things in before we get up out of here. And the last thing I wanna talk about is 
Killer Mike. Round of applause for Killer Mike. He swept y'all in the rap category. It's non-conventional for the music that is being adored, streamed, and played these days. So I want to, you know, give a big shout out to Killer Mike. You deserve it. I think you are a very intelligent brother that has a lot of power. A lot of power. You're getting on these shows where your voice matters. The only problem I have is that sometimes we leave it open for discussion when we need to put a knot in that motherfucker and sew that bitch up and hammer that motherfucking end down so that everybody gets exactly what you saying instead of being able to get confused with your words. And I want you to hear this uh, clip from Bill Maher that was from this past Saturday before he actually won the award. Check this out. What are your feelings on the election coming up? I mean, Biden and Trump, are you mm. as depressed about that as most people my, as a choice? My, my feeling is, Pick your policy, not your person. Find out. This is, this is not the Dallas Cowboys versus your favorite team. This is this is the policies that will affect our generations for the next 20, 30, 40 years to come. So close your eyes. Listen to the policies that are being pushed and and pay attention even to the people who don't have a chance of winning because they're going to say policies you may want to push and i would say do that but make it policy based make so it policy. so that means therefore that means i'm i'm for black people and happy black history but you're not you're not saying one candidate over the other hey man my nigga you ain't going to get me in no trouble tonight <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's your job with me to my, get me in trouble. My grandfather gave me some stellar advice sometimes. He says, son, sometimes well, you just got to know to stay out of white folks' business. And well, <laughs> this, well, this, this time, I'm going to keep my mouth closed. I, I still like the policy that the old man had that I was supporting. I would encourage people to find who's supporting that policy and, and see what But happens. you can't get yourself to say vote for Biden over Trump? You, you want me to list it now. So now, now I'm, we I'm gotta, just saying. That, can that can he get himself to apologize for the crime bill? Can he get can he get himself oh. to get his head out of his oh. ass and say, black people, you, you are black regardless. I need you to tell me what I need to do. Can he pick a coalition of former people who are affected by drug laws, street gangs, recidivism and crime and say, I need you as a board to advise me how to fix federal prisons. If he can do that, absolutely, I can. So my challenge is out. Um, round of applause for that. First and foremost, I believe in holding people to the fire. I believe in holding people responsible when we put them in office. What I don't believe in is the fact that we leave it open-ended. The man asked you who you voting for. Your opinion matters. You refer to him as the old man. Trump is old as a motherfucker too! So it's just like we leave it open-ended to the point of, listen y'all, people ain't smart. People are not smart, they're not listening to what you're saying. And yes, Mike, I agree with you. Pick policy. But we all know policy is on the side of Biden right now that we're going with. You can say pick policy. I'm picking the policy, like he said, that the old man is currently doing. All right, Bill Maher says, well, why can't you say his name? Why can't you say you're picking him over Trump? And then he goes into a list of demands, which we need as black folks. We need the demands, but to the point that people missed the election because they didn't hear you say Biden, or to the point that people don't understand what you're saying, so they rather just not vote. We cannot afford this. It is, in my mind, and Taylor, I'm coming to you, 
in my mind, all that plays is the test run on the Capitol. All that plays in my mind. You could go to the 91 accounts felony charge. You can go to, you know, the racial discourse in America during his. You could go to all the things, but they went for it. And so if I'm having a conversation, yes, Mike, I want to hold him responsible for all those things. But the man tried to disrupt democracy as we know it. If he gets elected, it's up. And Taylor, I don't think people are talking like that. They got it open-ended where like, you got to choose, ba- motherfucker, there is no other choice. It's literally Biden or Trump. Period. I appreciate Killer Mike Dope album. I thought it was album of the year. Yeah, so, fact. Another round of applause. Sweet. That, uh, that, that exchange shows what happens when you 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 hem and haw. Oof. For the sake of... Mm trying to appease yes. stay out of white folks business no i'm not going to stay out of white folks business when it affects black people Hello? and no i don't just vote policy you can't just say vote policy because white people vote policy that harms so you have to say you know what policy that doesn't harm other communities that does not become egregious against people who want same sex i mean i have to agree with but i don't want inequality for anybody right you can't you know policy white folks are like yes yeah, what we doing we voting policy yes <laughs> we went policy got us to the capitol on the 6th that was policy that was policy so and and Taylor and motherfucking think about what you're saying the republican policy currently is for the haves not the have nots what the fuck uh, do we not see now you you supposed to be our community activist. You, that it should be clear, cut and dry. Go listen, Killer Mike. I challenge you go listen to some more Malcolm X, El Hajj Malik video. There's no gray area. It is this or it's that. It is Trump or it's Biden. You talking about this crime? There he's Biden's damn near hundred. He's not going to apologize for anything else. Your grandmother, your grandfather ain't apologizing for nothing in their nineties. So stop bringing up this man you know, said nineties scenarios that's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let's just make this black and white. There's no gray area when it comes to who we have to choose from. It yeah. is Biden or it's Trump. And you know what you're going to get if you get Trump. The man has said, look, my revenge tour is going to be off the hook. He said that. That's, I mean, you didn't hear it? Oh, my gosh. Sugar, come on, baby. <laughs> KB, whenever you said um, the people, do the people not see it? And this is about the haves versus the have not. These people don't look at themselves as have not. Oh, they out here thinking as long as I'm not black, I'm still good. Right. You ain't got no health insurance. You ain't had your teeth worked out in 20 years. Yo, you have black lungs. And you talking about let's vote. Yeah. And it it was remember when Obamacare was on the table. It's like you motherfuckers need it. You white Appalachians. as, exactly. As long as you didn't call it Obamacare, they were so excited about it. Literally, the people in the hills of Kentucky, Appalachia, it's literally that, y'all. They don't have running water. Right. And they're talking about, I'm so happy for affordable care, but then when you tell them it's the same as Obamacare, it's a totally different thing. Different name. So, like, people the people decide that they what they want to do. And then they do it regardless of how it really affects them because they are living in a fantasy world that it is not going to affect them because at least they're not black. Man, round of applause. It's, it's so crazy because even like we, we discussed this, um, I think last week or the week before, it's like, 
he don't want the wall to happen now that it's about to happen because he ain't in office to put it into like boy take this to your fucking pinky toe I just it's but ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap up the episode, you know, all the things we discussed today are all the things we need to continue to discuss. All right, we're gonna have the amazing recap at 7.30 with Michael Angelo, Tiffany Hamilton Burns, and The Nation, but please have these conversations because these are all the things. I mean, think about top to bottom we discussed today. These are all part of the algorithm we need to, you know what I'm saying, continue to double down on. Not the other shit, y'all. It's just getting out of hand, child. But as we leave, I want my illustrious panel of superheroes to give their two cents on our way out. Uh, we'll start with you, Dr. Sugar. Man, I just want people to do what they need to do to make sure that they stay on top of things. Yes. If you don't know who you are, figure out who you are. If you don't know what you want to do, figure out what you want to do. Yes. If you don't know who you're voting for, do some research. Hello. If you don't know, you know, how things are supposed to be, do some research. Everything is at our fingertips. We need to do our part to add to and not take away from. Yes, it's the red lips and the red nails. Uh, Te talk to me. Yep, Jay-Z again said it, show up, but it's not just what he said, it's how he's lived as far as, you know, what he creates infrastructure-wise. It is impossible to show up if you do not. Amen, if round of applause. If you do show up and you are unprepared, you will be a mess. Yes, I you love it. You will make a mess out of life. I love you will it. make a mess out of this election. You will make a mess out of your finances, your relationships, your friendships. You will make a mess if you don't show up. So build an infrastructure. We talked about, you know, uh, what KB was saying on Sunday. Uh, super soil. What's, what is it called again, man? Did you say super super soil? <laughs> super soil. Soul, soul from Sunday. Yeah. Soul. Jesus Christ. He was a rock steady fried. Give me my Londoners. <laughs> but but uh, that jealousy thing, you, you will be jealous. It would be impossible for you to admire somebody the way they should be admired if you don't show up for yourself. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Greatness takes preparation to do that. I love it, man. Thank you both for your participation today. Uh, the dream is motherfucking real. And since Coco Kendra Kenya, <laughs> catastrophic um, killer, is not here today, we have to do it. We miss you, Kenya. We miss you, Coco Kendra. God, we miss you. Right, one. <laughs> All right, on the count of three. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. The dream, the dream is, is real. 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 The, 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 the dream is real. <laughs> <laughs>